Today, we are going to take up once again, the government's welfare programs, which have been doing very well, have been in the news. So today's program is the member social science, the member social science of the planning commission, Shabnam Sarfraz Sahib, so we take up the issue Sehat Sahulat program Pakistan. I won't go into the description of it. I think, first of all, let me begin by welcoming the panel. But most importantly, our chief guest, Sanya Nishtar. I should say Senator Sanya Nishtar. Senator Saiba, much congratulations to a well-deserved senatorship. We are looking forward to many good things from you. So you've always been there as a help to PAT and mashallah leading the welfare efforts of the country. It's a very noble venture. And we are very pleased that you have got this uh, um, senatorship. I think it's going to be a very good thing for Pakistan to have very good technocrats like you in the uh, Senate. Um, to begin with this, um, to begin this seminar, let me just quickly introduce our panel. We've got Dr. Faisal Rasak, uh, Rafiq, CEO of Sehat Sahulat Program, um, Ministry of um, Health Services. Then we've also got Dr. Shabnam Sarfraz, who is motivated this webinar, member social sector in the Ministry of Planning, another very eminent person. Then we've got um, our own Dr. Mahmoud Khalid, health economist at PIDE. And then we've got Saira Rizvi, um, Riz, Rizvi Jafri, assistant professor at FC College Lahore. So we've got eminent people. But before I call everybody, let me invite Dr. Sanya Nishtar to give us her overview of the program and her thoughts on, um, on the Sehat Saulud program or the welfare program of the government. Sanya, baby, um, Dr. Sanya, please, the floor is yours. Uh, Asalaamu Alaikum and good morning, everyone. Uh, let me begin by thanking Pied for organizing this. Can switch uh, on your camera, that'll make it richer if you can switch on your camera. Okay, just, just a moment. Thank you. Uh, can you see me now? We can see you very well. Okay, so um, Asalaamu Alaikum and good morning. Um, thank you, um, Nadeem Saab. Thank you, Pied, for, for organizing this series, for hosting this very important webinar. My sense is that this is a series of webinars you're, you're holding on many matters of public policy. So I really want to thank you for your leadership uh, in, in this area. Um, let me at the outset say that I regard intellectual inputs um, by academics uh, into the arena of public policy absolutely fundamental. Until very recently, I was on that on your side of the table. And I think that if public policy is not informed by rigorous evidence, uh, you tend to make a mistake right at inception. Uh, and it is not just at inception, evidence need to inform all aspects of public policy formulation as well as implementation, as well as monitoring. So I'm really very pleased that Pied has taken a lead and I'm really very pleased that Nadeem Saab, it is under your leadership that the organization has taken this very important turn. As you're aware, a couple of weeks ago, we started a discourse with you on street hawkers and um, we moved very quickly. Uh, you were very kind in seconding uh, an expert who now sits in the 
Ministry of Poverty Alleviations Delivery uh, the Room, Delivery Unit. Uh, and there is a very proactive partnership that has emerged with the Ministry of Poverty Alleviation under the framework of SAS, PIDE, uh, CDA, and the municipality of uh, Islamabad working towards the street, street Hawkers Initiative. So I just wanted to allude to this. Um, uh, just to make an important point that the participation of public officials, which I am now, um, in, in discourses hosted by, by academia uh, is, is not just lip service. It has a very important purpose. It has a very important practical purpose because the Street Hawkers Initiative has practically demonstrated to us uh, the value of drawing on evidence, the value on drawing on expertise, the value uh, of um, proactive collaboration with, uh, with, with, with a think tank. And as far as I'm concerned, I, we have every intention of furthering this. So I also want to thank you, Nadeem, for, uh, for a collaboration that we forged uh, several, several months ago, which is very proactively working now. So I'm here to listen to uh, listen to a few uh, colleagues, and then perhaps if you're okay, I can give my comments rather than uh, rather than making a speech right at the very outset, which I don't uh, I don't have a written speech. So perhaps I can uh, listen to Faisal and I can listen to Shabnam, and I'm here for another thirty minutes, uh, and then perhaps I can make some brief comments if that's okay with you. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I think that's great. That's really nice of you to um, be prepared to listen to the presentation. So without further ado, I'll go to Dr. Faisal Rafiq. Dr. Sab, you're the CEO of Sahel Sahulat. Please educate us, tell us on what the framework, what the design, things that you have worked on. Thank you, Dr. Sab. Floor is yours. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Sanya. Thank you very much for your kind words about the program. And for the key abide, I really appreciate that they have started, they have started this uh, field uh, this uh, online session so we can also now it's better gee we can switch on your camera Faisal sub that'll be good for the viewers if possible speak into the mic a little I really appreciate uh, the support of the PID to have these type of sessions for the Sehat Sahulat program and other social health protection initiative. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Imaji. Uh, as everybody know, uh, that the Sehat Sahulat program is a social health protection initiative of the federal and the participating provincial governments in which uh, the family, we started from uh, the below poverty families based on national socioeconomic registry data. We were providing uh, providing these families who are below poverty with a health card through which they can get indoor hospital uh, hospitalization services from the impanel hospitals. So the program was designed uh, with uh, keeping in view the catastrophic health expenditures which families has to bear to get the indoor healthcare services. The treatments which are being offered by the program are those treatments 
on oh. which the family spend most of their uh, income if there they those in those uh, diseases happen or the treatments are to be sorted and the families uh, sell their assets and their savings just to get those treatment from the hospitals so keeping in view that uh, that uh, activities Uh, the program was designed just to provide the financial protection to families against those catastrophic healthcare expenditures the services which are being covered by the program includes the oncology services the cardiology services which increase include the stents the open heart surgeries uh, the aortic valves and other type of services uh, in cancer we were providing services for the chemotherapy for radiotherapy and for the surgical intervention which are required for the debulking of the cancers we also providing services for the uh, uh, for the renal failure like in dialysis plus also the burn management and the ventilatory support if the patient require if there is a respiratory failure in the patient and in minor surgeries we were also covering all sort of abdominal surgeries the medical procedures for which the patient has to be admitted so uh, we started with the the program with the below poverty but gradually then the uh, then with the political support the program is going to be is slowly gradually expanding to the other socio economic condition uh, strata of the families for example recently the khyber pakhtunkhwa has expanded the sehat sahulat program to their families who have a permanent residential address on their cnic of the khyber pakhtunkhwa similarly the federal government has also expanded the social health protection uh, to all families of azad jammu and kashmir and uh, the tharparker district including uh, the families who are the transgender families and the families who are disabled and are registered in nadra as uh, disabled and transgender right now the federal government is also working on the proposal in which it, the program is going to be expanded in uh, islamabad district and the district of gilgit baltistan similarly the punjab is also working following the footsteps of khyber pakhtunkhwa in expanding their services to all permanent residents of punjab district but these three districts the three regions the punjab the islamabad and the gilgit baltistan will be started during this uh, year 2021 However, the KP and the Azad Jammu and Kashmir have been started as we are speaking. So the social health protection initiative is slowly expanding to provide the financial protection for all the families inside the uh, inside its domain. Uh, the program, unfortunately, has not been able to start in the province of Sindh and Balochistan. the reason basically is the 18th uh, amendment in the constitution on which the, prof, uh, the 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 responsibilities of health uh, has been shifted to provincial governments the provincial government of sindh is working as per their comments they are working on providing the secondary level facilities and the primary health care services for their families and they are not yet made their mind on investing in the indo health care services for financial protection while the, the government of balochistan they have recently uh, contacted the federal government and they are willing to expand the program in the balochistan but still we have to receive any written uh, written request from the provincial government well coming uh, shorting the point uh, the sehat solar program is the social health protection initiative in which we are providing 
financial help protection to families who are living below poverty line. Why? Because uh, it's uh, it's envisaged that if the families can spend that amount instead of on health, if they can spend on their own socioeconomic conditions, so they will be in a better position to lift them out from the poverty or their current socioeconomic status. So I think uh, uh, keeping in view the health expenditure, out-of-pocket expenditure in Pakistan, which is almost more than 60%, if uh, we consider that uh, the spending on the indoor healthcare services, so I think the Sehra program is one of the key strategies of the program uh, of the go government of Pakistan of in which the poverty can be, uh, can be alleviated in, among those families. And I think uh, that is that is the complete thing which we are working on. And the second thing on which we are working is to improve the quality of the services which are to be provided to these families. We do impanel a certain standard, certain hospitals to provide services. We negotiate packages with the hospitals, but we have to work on, we are working on improving the quality of services which are to be provided to the families. And I think this is this is what we are doing. One thing, and the second thing is institutionalization. Right now, in the federal government, it's still a, the program is still a PSDP funded program, and we are working on the proposals through which we can shift the uh, the program from the development side to a non-development side. Uh, which form this still is still being debated inside the Ministry of National Services, and I think soon we will be able to finalize in which direction we are going to make. But whatever the direction is, it has to be for the benefits of the families in Pakistan. And I think we should, uh, as education is a part of the constitution, which is to be provided to the family by the program, I think health should also be the component in the constitution, which should be taken as the responsibility of a social government to be delivered to its families. Thank you very much. Uh, Dr. Nadim, kindly, sir, unmute yourself. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Rafi. Uh, that is a very good overview. Thank you. I'll move on to Dr. Dr. Shapnam Sarfaraz, member social sector. Um, and Dr. Sab, can you briefly give your thoughts so that I can go back to Sanya? Or uh, Dr. Sanya, if you have less time, then we'll come back to you first. Go ahead, Shabnam. If you can, five minutes, then we'll we'll come back to you later. Let's. You can okay. Do thank you so much, and uh, thank you for uh, arranging this because uh, this is a challenging uh, uh, debate at the planning commission as well as we receive proposals for expansion of the Sehat Sehulat program. Uh, our main concerns at the moment, uh, when we are reviewing these expansion uh, proposals coming to us, are the limited number of health facilities. Which, need, which actually need to be at the back end to, uh, to be able to you know, commit to what we are offering through these sales uh, cards. Uh, another challenge that we face is that uh, we are, uh, the impanel hospitals include both the public sector as well as the private sector hospitals. And in fact, the public sector hospitals are growing in number. And that is again creating a challenge because the public sector hospitals, uh, we are providing them budget uh, uh, they're not at the moment just uh, acting as independent entities. So they're getting budgets from uh, the uh, government for, for their operations as well. And again, you know, coming through the Sehat Sahulat program 
uh, is also you know providing them with uh, the monies are flowing from there as well and this needs to be looked at uh, there is uh, low utilization of the health insurance schemes amongst the enrolled families uh, which is probably because in in many of the districts where we have issued the cards we do not have impaneled facilities Faisal just spoke about Balochistan, so we were uh, making this package for, uh, you know, um, uh, for the less developed uh, districts of Balochistan, and uh, we just found that there was not even a single facility which was on pan panel, neither the private sector nor the public sector. So uh, then the choice that is that is there for the residents is to to go to Karachi for you know availing this, which again has its own you know limitation and that speaks of the low utilization to some extent. Uh, there is a growing percentage of unutilized premium, which is uh, uh, concerning. And this is resulting in additional expense to the state. Uh, we are urging uh, a health insurance policy and a legislative framework to be in place to guide investments and sustainable implementation of project finance out of the development funds before embarking on any um, further expansions. Uh, there is certainly a need for a robust institutional structure to be in place for auditing, you know, these, uh, the, the works that are uh, ongoing. Uh, it is also felt that there is a need for a business plan and an exit strategy here. As the project cannot be funded out of the PSDP or the ADPs indefinitely, the scale of operation requires, uh, you know, uh, comprehensive third-party monitoring systems, which Faisal and his team are working on. And I think there is, uh, <coughs> I think Pakistan has yet to exploit <coughs> the full potential of approaches which are being used by other countries, such as prepaid, premium-based state insurances, private sub supplementary insurances, co-payment, employer-sponsored insurances, micro-insurances, and these uh, shared funds. So there is a need to have, you know, this entire mix coming in there. Uh, so uh, the, these are some of the things that I just wanted to highlight uh, in the interest of time, because I would really want to hear uh, Sanya. And uh, I have a few slides uh, if I get the time, because I also have to run for another meeting at 11. No, we will we bring you in next after Dr. Sanya will bring you in next. Oh. Okay. Dr. Sanya, please go ahead. Uh, thank you, Nadeem. And uh, I just wanted to, uh, you know, both my colleagues from the government system to, uh, to present first. Um, just to put things in perspective, uh, as you know, um, welfare and welfare is very much a priority for the present government. Um, SAS program is the main instrument through which that is being achieved. Uh, as of today, SAS started as a multi-sectoral, multi-component program back in March 2019, and at that time, SAS had. It started with 115 components. Today, it has 268 components with 34 implementing agencies and seven time-bound outcome-based targets. One of the seven time-bound outcome-based targets is uh, universal health coverage for 10 million families. And the main instrument for that is uh, the Sehat Sehulat program. Uh, very important and powerful initiative, but it also has many limitations. And I think that Shabnam has outlined some of those limitations. Now, uh, the executing agency for the Seth Solat program uh, is the Ministry of National Health Services, 
uh, there are copay, there are cost sharing arrangements with three of the four provinces. Uh, so SRS had to come up with another instrument to bridge the gaps of the Seth Solut program. Um, one of the gaps is that not hospital, not all hospitals are impaneled, and a lot of public, private, uh, I beg your pardon, public hospitals are not impaneled. Uh, but as opposed to that, the poor man will land in public uh, hospitals because, because from a feasibility perspective, that is what uh, is most feasible for them. So we've come up with uh, a program which dovetails with Sehat Sahulat, but, but which kicks in where Sehat Sahulat is unable to serve an individual. And there are three particular situations where Sehat Sahulat has limitations uh, other than the limitations than this then Shabnam referred to. One of them is that, uh, of course, the KP has a universal coverage scheme. Uh, but in other provinces, there, the universal coverage concept is not yet prevalent, has not yet been espoused. So beyond a certain income level, beyond a certain proxy means test score, uh, individuals may be poor, uh, may suffer catastrophic health expenditure, um, uh, but they would not have said so uh, they, they will not be, their premiums would not be, would not have been paid under said so So the Asas Tahafas program is meant to cater to the individuals who, for whom healthcare is catastrophic, but who are not covered under the said so program. Uh, and that's one, uh, that's one dimension in which Asas Tahafas uh, kicks in. The second is where the hospital is not impaneled. So if an individual uh, is eligible, uh, <clears throat> falls below the poverty line, but, for, but is in a hospital which is not impaneled, uh, that person is not going to be transported from Balochistan to Karachi, uh, but the Huffers will kick in there. And the third, con uh, uh, the, the, the third condition where the Huffers will kick in is a situation where an individual has consumed his or her ceiling uh, under Sayed Sahulat. Uh, that is where the Huffers will, will kick in. We, over the last two years, we've set up the pilot, set up the institutional structure. Uh, we, we are currently piloting this program in Holy Family Hospital. Uh, and the Sayed Sahulat team is on the steering committee of Esas Tahafuz to make sure that there are the right linkages and the potential for the right synergy. So uh, our thinking within Esas is that although the time-bound outcome goal of 10 million families uh, has already been achieved, uh, but we would like to make the, these instruments for universal health coverage more robust, uh, that there is every intention to roll these programs out in a very meaningful way so that the poorest of the poor are protected against catastrophic health expenditure. And that not just the poorest of the poor, but that anyone in the country uh, is protected against catastrophic health expenditure. And we feel that by dovetailing uh, SAS, uh, the Huffos with Sayed Sahulat program, uh, we will be able to uh, achieve this objective quite meaningfully. Uh, and, uh, and, and likewise, 
Likewise, in the similar vein, uh, I'm sure that the Ministry of National Services and Regulation is taking all the measures to ensure that the quality objective in Sayyid Suhulat uh, is fulfilled robustly, uh, that the value for money objectives are being pursued and there will be active delivery uh, against them. So we feel that these two programs dovetail together uh, will really help to build a very strong fabric of universal health coverage. Uh, of course, um, this is a long road ahead. Universal health coverage is a goal which even the wealthiest nations find very difficult to deliver on. Uh, and of course, it would be a very, the very first example of a, uh, of, a, of a country in our income bracket to pursue this very aggressively and to try and deliver on this objective through a combination of two different instruments both the insurance-based model and the fund-based model for universal health coverage. So um, with great humility, I would like to say that this will be the first example in the world of insurance and the fund-based model uh, combining to, to deliver on this premise. So I will just leave it at this and would uh, and want to thank you once again, Nadeem and colleagues at PIDE. Uh, these are programs that require rigorous analysis, rigorous assessment, uh, evidence at every step of the change, of envisaged changes. Uh, and I think that uh, the model of uh, poverty alleviation, uh, collaborating with PIDE around the Street Hawkers initiative is a very good initiative to, to consider around these health initiatives as well. So I'd just leave it at that one. Thank you very much. Thank you, and Senator. Would, would, thank you. would apologize for, for leaving early. Senator, thank you very much. I appreciate your efforts and uh, certainly we are very, very happy to work under your leadership to make these things happen. Just before you go, I want a very quick reaction on your philosophy of healthcare, of, of welfare in general, for example. I mean, there are two or three concerns on welfare that have resonated around the world. One is the financial solvency of welfare programs because they have to be financial solvent. Otherwise, what we've seen in lineages happen is for quality to get cut and then eventually the welfare program to seek radical reform in the sense that NHS is now being almost privatized. The other is the incentive structure for people not to overuse the welfare system and not, not to abuse it. So welfare systems are very difficult to craft and manage and hold together. So I just want your philosophical, uh, your philosophy on, on this thing, then we'll debate it after you're gone, but just very quick reaction to these two concerns about welfare programs. Well, these are very profound questions. Um, I mean, both these questions that you've tabled. Uh, I think with regard to the first one, it's a question of priorities. Uh, you have been you, you have been chairing the planning, you, you chaired the planning commission for many years. So you have deep insight into how the government works. Uh, currently, there was an assessment conducted um, to examine the quantum of untargeted subsidies. And the quantum of untargeted subsidies runs into, into trillions, not billions, into, into trillions. Mm -hmm. Then there are lots of inefficiencies and circular debts. Um, and it's not just in the domain of electricity, but there are circular debts of various organizations. There are circular debts of uh, 
uh, of various food uh, item procuring agencies. Uh, and there's a lot of money which is being wasted and is hemorrhaging in, with regard to uh, the state-owned enterprises. So all put together and call it the outcome of inefficiencies over the last several decades, call it the outcome of lack of accountability over the last several decades, or you may want to label it a weakness of our accounting system in cash-based accounting systems. Such inefficiencies, such, um, such massive hemorrhage, such, um, such distortions are never evident. So call it what you like, but the fact of the matter is that we are just spending 200 billion uh, on welfare uh, from, the, from the federal government's purse. But there, here we have trillions parked away in the name of inefficiencies, in the name of lack of accountability, in the, in the name of poor, poor, poorly managed systems, poorly managed accounting systems. So I think that the overall ticket of comprehensive welfare, even in this fifth largest um, country of the world, is not exorbitant and excessive when viewed in the context of the monies that are being wasted, and, and which is what the government is trying to grapple with. So that is how I would like to uh, answer your first question. And I think the challenge is to, to, uh, to withdraw uh, those untargeted subsidies. The, uh, the, the answer is in uh, managing the SOEs better and having better visibility of the use of funds. And once you do that, uh, there will be a lot of money available for, uh, for, for, for welfare and for the visibility of that use. Um, I, I don't want to blow the trumpet of uh, how well we try to manage things at SRS, but one of the simplest things we did, simplest things we did was to create a dashboard to illustrate where the 180 billion in a SARS emergency cash went where it actually went right down to the tessie level uh, developed an interface with our payment system a real-time interface and put everything out on the website here is where the 180 billion went right down to the tessie level and it was not rocket science uh, developed in-house with no consultancies fees developed in-house by our it colleagues uh, so what i'm trying to say is that once you roll back the untargeted subsidies, manage your accounts better, create better visibility, plug the hamlet in the SOEs, there will be a lot of money available for real welfare. Secondly, the incentive structure for people, uh, the appropriate incentive structure so that people do not overuse and abuse the welfare system is, is a real challenge. Uh, but we have to be conscious that we do not try and structure the incentive mechanisms in such a way that 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 the that the better off uh, take more advantage of these welfare schemes. And one of my consistent worries in universal health coverage, although I am I come from the world of health, uh, and I'm I deeply belong to that space. Deeply, deeply belong to that space. Um, and I couldn't, um, uh, you know, stamp the universal health coverage concept more wearing my international hat. 
But in a country like Pakistan, when you have universal health coverage schemes, and me and my siblings, and my mother and my cousins with permanent addresses of KP have uh, are entitled in that schemes to universal health coverage, the, the worry is that we are better positioned, me and my siblings and my cousins and friends, all with permanent addresses of KP, are much better positioned to draw benefit from that than a poor, poor, a poor woman on the street. Also with a, also with a permanent address of KP, she is, does not have the same leverage as I and my cousins and siblings have. And I think the, the challenge is to make sure that these, uh, and, and this is not an overuse question because your question, Nadeem, was about overuse. Your question was about incentives and how those incentives could be regressive for, for, the, uh, for the poor. And I, I sense that uh, the corollary to your question was, was what I'm answering as well. So I think the challenge for Fessel is that while universal health coverage is the right way to go, but that this system at the end of the day should not be overused by people uh, like my, like all the people I know in KP to the detriment of the woman on the street. And I think Shabnam is stressing on that too. Uh, Fessel is cognizant. And I, as a sitting um, senator now, am, am highlighting that too. So these are challenges we have to address as we go. But before I sign out, I just want to say that we are uh, really, uh, as a government, we are really very conscious that while we want to push the needle on welfare, uh, we also want to make sure that the incentives are such that the poorest of the poor will take benefit. Uh, thank you uh, again. Thank you, sir. thank you very well explained. We'll carry on the discussion um, uh, after you exit. Thank you. Thank you very much. So with that, let me go back to Shabnam Bibi. Shabnam, you wanted to uh, say some further, something further. So why don't you do that? Then we'll go to the rest of the panel. So uh, just carrying forward from what uh, Dr. Sanya just said, you know, my uh, concern, and I think the way we see it at the Planning Commission with the expansion as well, that first we need to ensure that we are expanding at a pace that we are able to provide through the uh, issuance of these cards, the services that, uh, you know, are promised. Because at the back end, we need to uh, have a very, uh, you know, strong health infrastructure in place for these people to access the health services. So um, the Planning Commission, uh, although health is a devolved subject, but with COVID-19, uh, as many of you may be aware that we had put in about 70 billion to strengthen the health infrastructure across the 144 districts of Pakistan, depending on you know how, what the provincial needs were. And uh, so, uh, but there are, it is also, uh, you know, uh, I think the, uh, I, I've been in this, uh, last week I had a meeting with the KP and they have come up with some policies and uh, of how they're going to, uh, how they would be allowing uh, uh, what uh, guidelines for uh, impaneling the public sector hospitals, because that has to also, you know, uh, be tackled in a very uh, careful manner. Uh, all across the globe, you know, we, uh, we see uh, health insurance, but the state uh, insurance, um, uh, my concern is also the sustainability of this entire initiative. Uh, because uh, I estimated with uh, uh, 
I mean, if somebody could um, allow me to share a slide, uh, so I can. Uh, I did this uh, for one of the. Uh, please share. Okay, I'll just. Okay, let me just see if I can share the. So myself and Faisal, we were uh, uh, working on. Uh, so what you see over here is this. This is what it shows. You know that. Uh, in fact, let me go back to the families, estimate the resident families in Pakistan. So uh, the permanent resident families, because we are now looking at an expansion. I've I put in two. You know, poverty estimates here. Uh, one is by World Bank, which they say after COVID-19, they're estimating, you know, it to be 41% and IMF. So just to give you an approximation, but at the back end, we'll just change it and we can, you know, come up with any figures that you feel are appropriate. There's a lot of, you know, uh, people are estimating poverty at different levels, but I'm, I'm giving just two scenarios over here. So the permanent resident families that we have are 43 million. And uh, the currently enrolled uh, are 14 million. What we are uh, what what is estimated uh, who are under the poverty line uh, by the if it is we take it as 27 percent are 14 million. So should we be giving priority to them, or should or would we be able to sustain it for these 43 million? And as Sanya very rightly pointed out, that those who are you know uh, affluent have uh, will have a much better access. Uh, to these, uh, to the universal health coverage offered through that. Again, if you look at these premiums, you know, uh, we have, we tried to work out the premiums and here it is reflected the current health budgets that we have uh, for these uh, provinces. So this takes a very large chunk of, uh, you know, um, the, the, the health budgets. And in case of, uh, I mean, we were reviewing AJK and GP. So if we are covering all the families, so it goes beyond, you know, even the health budgets that we have for, the, for them. So uh, moving, uh, uh, I think there is a need to balance how we would want to use the, there is certainly a need to expand the fiscal space for health, but also to see that how we, should we be, uh, is, is this going to be, uh, uh, is, is it more appropriate to invest in expanding this, uh, this health coverage and that also to all the, all the resident families um, in those provinces, or and if it is for one province at the planning commission, we try to do our estimates for all across Pakistan, really. So this is a matter of concern to us, you know, having this sort of monies because what we estimated with Faisal that if we expand it to the entire, you know, country, we are looking at 152 billion per annum to be paid as premium. At the uh, utilization that we see, the historical utilization. Dr. Shabnam, can I ask a question? The premium is going to be paid by the government. Yes. Okay. We are providing this premium at the moment. Uh, Faisal, can you uh, elaborate on this? It's a single premium model. It's a single premium model. So premium, expansion I mean, we are looking at these programs that how much more money is going to go into it. So these premiums which are there are, you know, there is what was estimated that if we do the universal health coverage all across to all the resident families, this is coming up as per Faisal's, you know, estimate, this was 152 billion. 
and the utilization at the moment is around 4.8%. So that comes up as, you know, uh, and then there is this, uh, you know, rate of, uh, there is a percentage that is uh, held by the insurance company, the rest is returned. But there is still a huge loss, you know, that we incur uh, on this amount. And if you see, this is the uh, this is the present one, which is 26, but this will expand to 80, you know, and uh, with this... Second, if, I can, if I can intervene, I just want to understand the system. I don't think we've understood the, understood the system very well. The system is that the coverage will be given to people. People will apply for this thing and then the government will pay the premium. Who is managing the system? System is managed, being managed by insurance companies. Who's managing the system? Uh, sorry, I didn't understand your question. You were talking about the system of this entire, the health insurance companies, of course. Health insurance company, who's, is it the ministry? Is it the government? Is it the health insurance, Adam G insurance or somebody who's managing the system? Yeah, there is a health, in, they uh, uh, they take on, I think Faisal would be in a better position to explain to the entire process. Ask Faisal to explain it. Let me, let me add into that. Uh, just definitely the uh, social health insurance program is an insurance model in which the public sector uh, procure the services of an insurance company through nationwide bidding process on a fixed benefit package on a fixed and on a fixed premium health insurance premium rate and so the health is, insurance premium yes the company which was hired by the the health program Mm -hmm. is the state life insurance corporation of pakistan in 2018 so mm -hmm. on night during 19 20 and 21 year the state mm -hmm. life is implementing the seher solar program in the districts in the focus districts recently uh, the khyber pakhtunkhwa has also conducted the new procurement for their province and they also hired the services of state life insurance corporation. So it's a provincial decision uh, on either they want to conduct an independent procurement or a combined procurement. So KP opted for an independent procurement and they are paying 3000 rupees premium per family per year for the provision of the services. And While federal no government in, in no collaboration with the Punjab also hired the services of state life insurance corporation and we are providing services at the rate of uh, almost 2000 rupees per family per year okay but there is no cost to the people so if if i'm i enroll in the system you will pick up the premium and i have no cost in the system at all right now no no so that is my concern so that is a big design issue should people pay for part of the service or not I, i've been in the us as you know for many years, and I've had health insurance there for a long time, but I, I pay roughly a premium of, um, if I remember right, something like, um, um, it's about $500 a month. So I pay about six $7,000, maybe more, but six $7,000 a year. Plus I have a deductible. Plus I have to, uh, there's a deductible annually, I have to pay $2,000. First 2,000, I have to pay them the insurance picks up. Also, I have to pay for every visit to the doctor, I have to pay 20% of the cost. So that, that is what I mentioned. If you remember in, in my initial, uh, when I opened it, I said that we are not using a mix. The countries are all across the globe are using a mix. We are That's all only state dependent. And we are expanding now from not uh, from below poverty to all across all the residents of the province. And my concern is, would we be able to sustain this? No, but this is what you have said, Shabna Sahib. It's a very good thing. 
ये तो बड़ा फेमस एरो का पेपर था इस पे हेल्थ इंश्योरेंस पे और ये एरो इज अ फेमस नोबेल प्राइज विनर वेरी टॉक्ड अबाउट एंड काफी लोगों ने स्पेंस वगैरह काफी लोगों ने काम किया व्हाइल यू हैव इफ यू डोंट हैव सम काइंड ऑफ स्किन इन द गेम देन ऑब्वियसली यू डोंट पे जी फैसल साहब फैसल साहब आई लाइक टू जस्ट ऐड वन थिंग द सेल्फ सोलर प्रोग्राम इज बीइंग मैनेज्ड बाय द नेशनल स्टीयरिंग कमेटी uh national steering committee has a representation from all provinces from all partners uh, on all ministries including planning ministry or the finance ministry and it is being headed by the ministry of national services minister that proposal was actually placed in the national steering committee mm-hmm. that there should be a copay or a contributory mechanism on which the uh, some sort of premium has to be uh, uh, contributed by the beneficiaries mm-hmm. but at that time the steering committee anonymously decided not to do that mm-hmm. uh, we are again promoting one thing that uh, one more thing that uh, now as the government is pro- trying to promote the program to universally so the mm-hmm. uh, there should be a contributory mechanism and i totally agree with that uh, with madam and with all the team member but then for the below poverty it has to be for by the public sector side i totally agree with that but for the people who are above poverty if we take the national social economic registry scale for the above poverty it has to be contributory mechanism but then it has to come through the national steering committee and technically i we i totally agree with you one more thing uh, dr nadeem we have you have to understand that we are not providing outpatient services in the program we are only providing indo healthcare services and internationally the utilization pattern on such schemes is as a, a bit uh, higher on, on the upper side as what we are doing we are facing the utilization rate in, in pakistan so uh, the passage of time these all things will also be incorporated into the program but then again uh, we we actually depending on the decisions by the national steering committee which is being represented by everybody but i agree with madam shabnam that it has to be a contributory mechanism Thank you. I just wanted one clarifying question because uh, Sanya spoke about Elsas the Hafiz. If we are going to include all the resident families, would we still be needing? Uh, would this not uh, be parallel? Because at the moment it is for the below poverty, but we've already moved ahead and have started giving cards to the all the resident families of some of the provinces. So in those provinces, how do how does your program and Elsas एक्सपेंडिचर there there if if that family is of bill of sehat uh, solar program beneficiary then the financial limits which we are offering has been totally consumed so these are the three options which are they providing and their main objective is that that the the, the national social economic registry which currently we are using are uh, is uh, almost 10 years old so there are new families who have entered into the poverty area second uh, madam in the punjab and islamabad and gilgit baltistan the program has not yet been expanded universally not yet hmm. so that's the evaluation criteria which we provide to uh, the hisas team hmm. how about kp where you've given 100% you know 
and you are providing 100% health uh, insurance through the card. So would you still be needing SARS the hapus over there? Madam, they, uh, they have this access to our system and they do check the beneficiary status of the family. If that patient is already enrolled or somehow he has not been provided with the health card, then my team and then sales program team work kicks in and then they enroll the families. But then they are not being provided by the services through the TAFUS program. Uh, can I ask a question ji, uh, uh, before I go to the rest of the panel? Iske finances aapko kitne? Teen saal hoongay ye kaam karte hoi? Teen saal hoongay na? Five years. Five years. Five, five years. years mein, and it's a PSTP project. So isme kitna deficit ja raha hai? Ya nahi ja raha deficit? Madam, I like to add one thing. Uh, the KP is not PSDP. The KP is their funding from the recurrent side. The Punjab is no, not. No, no, no. I mean, government funds. Yeah. If we give SARS through them, PSDP through them, they are government funds. We don't have any other stream coming into supporting this insurance program. Which Mr. Nadeem has talked about. I'm just asking you a question. What is the state of economics now? Are we making money on it? Losing money on it? Who's covering the deficit? Let's talk about the big things first. Then we'll get down to the integrity. Ji, jo, uh, the, the premiums we, which we have given to insurance company, we have almost, on average, we have, we have utilized 60% of the, the financial finances which we have given to the insurance company, 60 to 68%. It varies from district to district. So uh, right now, uh, the, uh, the, we, are within, we are working within the premiums. We haven't seen any, any uh, cumulative province or a region I'm not talking about district, but there are districts which we have over-consumed. Overall, the project is Overall, it's around 60 to 65% of financial utilization. You're saving about 30-40%, okay, can be carried over into the next year. It is, it is to be shifted back to the public sector after the completion of the program contract period. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, the second question is, the coverage ki baat, I'm not clear. KG, coverage, you are saying it's going to be the whole country, so I'll get coverage too? Mancha will get coverage too? Yes. If if the KP, uh, any, anybody who has a national of Kabul Pakhtunkhwa or our target district in which the program has been universally expanded, hmm. yes, they will get the coverage. So we are, we are working on the permanent address on the national ID card. But I'm, I'm a little worried. Ekhatpet was supposed to be a welfare program, a poverty program, but now it's become a broader welfare program. Whereas I said, I'm just using the name of a rich man, that Mancha or Hussain Daud will be covered too. Because we have to make it universal. Um, again, the name has no name has no significance that, that they are very rich. The question is: Ye is this is this a policy that you have uh, um, have considered? Ya ke welfare sirf unhi ko milega garibon ko? No, in uh, in the that's in the universal. districts which are being shifted to universal, every that's uh, everybody with that address will will get a health card, including you, including myself. Okay. Uh, regardless of the poverty, but that's the government decision. That's what we are implementing. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, let me bring in Dr. Mahmood. I would need to exit. This is such interesting discussion. You should complete your presentation and say your last words before you go, and I'll bring in the rest later. I think you've, uh, you have got, uh, already picked up from what I wanted to communicate because. Uh, um, uh, I am a little concerned uh, mm -hmm. for the same reasons. 
جو ڈاکٹر ثانیہ نے بھی بات کی اور آپ نے بھی بات کی کہ ہمارے پاس ہیلتھ بجٹس ویسے بہت کم ہیں سو اگر ہم ہیلتھ وڈ وی بی ایبل ٹو سسٹین دس کہ ہم تمام آل اکراس پاکستان ہم جتنی ریزیڈنٹ فیملیز ہیں ان کو ہم ہیلتھ کارڈ دے دیں اور وڈ دس سالو دا ایشو اینڈ یوٹیلائزیشن ایز ڈاکٹر ثانیہ سیٹ وڈ بی مور فار دوز ہو آر افلوئنٹ ایز کمپیئر ٹو دوز ہو آر آن دا روڈ شوڈ وی بی اگین میں نے جب بات کی فیصل سے تو دا ٹو کوشچنس دیٹ کیم ٹو می جب پبلک سیکٹر ہاسپٹلس کی امپینمنٹ کی بات آتی ہے تو کیا ہمیں شوڈ وی بی اسٹرینگ دیز ہیلتھ انفراسٹرکچر شوڈ وی بی گیٹنگ دا پرائیویٹ سیکٹر ٹو کم این and incentivizing them to have to build up this health infrastructure at the back end ya hum ni paison se jo hamare paas hain hum usko tamam ko expansion pe lagaye so these are some of the questions where i would really love to have the inputs of the audience that what should be the way forward and uh, kyun government has started moving towards providing universe uh, uh, the sehat sahulat uh, card jaise abhi bataya faisal ne and we there is no premium which is to be shared by any uh, it is not according to your level of income or anything so uh, i would love to have you know your inputs on to it unfortunately i have a cdwp to go to but i would be in touch and i would uh, this would be very useful for us and uh, we will be constituting a technical working group because this is a flagship program and it has to go on but uh, then again within certain uh, parameters which we together can define thank you so much thank for you, thank, you very much. thank you very much dr shabnam i think it's very kind of you to um, prompt us to do this and it's kind of you to come here absolutely we will carry this forward we'll carry the discussion forward not just now but with you again and we are happy thank, so thank you this is really appreciated thank you thank you, you. mahmood khalid sir uh, thank you very much sir uh, let me just share a few slides of mine Uh, is it visible? Abhi to nahi. Uh, Abhi to nahi. Just hold on, sir. Hmm. Is it visible now? Ab aage, theek hai. Ji. Thank you very much, sir, uh, for uh, inviting me to give my opinion on the Sehat Saulat program. Although the uh, time to prepare was very short, uh, but still I managed some pieces from our research, which we have carried out at PIED by the help of our graduate students, as well as a uh, few studies of the PIED staff on. So it's, it's basically uh, an understood concept. It's, there is no two opinion that the health expenditures help in terms of uh, improving the overall welfare of the people as well as promote the economic growth of the country. So it's basically a kind of a human capital investment, which beyond just the social welfare protection has many other advantages. Uh, some studies internationally have come out that if uh, in terms of a fiscal multiplier, one percentage increase in the health expenditure overall, whether it's done by the government or by the individuals themselves leads to about 0.3% eight per capita percent increase in the GDP. Uh, but in case of Pakistan, the situation is uh, opposite in the sense that here we have found that uh, it's more towards the uh, paying capacity of the people, which basically drives the motivation for health expenditure. For example, one of the studies basically points out that as the people get rich, then the health expenditures basically increases. Uh, uh, in our own study at PIDE, we basically found out in terms of the out-of-pocket 
uh, health expenditures that often the people uh, don't want to spend and they consider health as a non-priority item until unless they are fixed into a really serious health problem. So the people really don't understand the value for investment in the health. So therefore, it's imp uh, really important that uh, the government has to come in to the system and uh, rightly so in the case of Sayed Solos program where they have identified the poorest of the poor. Some of the reasons are also attributable if we look across the countries. Pakistan have never been spending very uh, richly in terms of the health. If you look at the overall expenditure as a percentage of the GDP, we are not comparable with even the uh, countries which are closer to us, uh, rest except for the uh, Bangladesh case. And even if you look at the uh, actual expenditure percent, the actual monetary terms of the expenditures, we are far below in terms of what the countries were spending, even when they were in the same stage of uh, what we are as of today. So even uh, higher levels of development have really not helped us in terms of um, spending what the due share of the health should have been. So the main reason for uh, promoting such types of schemes such as Sayed Saulat program is basically this out-of-pocket expenditures and rightly identified by Dr. Faisal that uh, it can lead to uh, people, uh, they can draw basically people into the poverty. Although the program right now just focuses on those poor which are already poor and are spending in terms of the help. But ideally speaking, anybody who has a threat of going into the poverty trap because of such higher levels of the expenditure should be targeted. And that has also been identified by the earlier panels as well that the vulnerable group should also be added. Now, coming back to the overall framework of this sales solar program, basically this is the um, uh, uh, the campaign which is uh, under the SDG target of uh, SDG uh, target three, in which the universal health coverage is what is mandated, and it is considered that by 2030 we have to achieve it. We have national visions which are uh, really uh, elaborately talking about that, the National Health Vision 2016-2025. And in the uh, universal health coverage, what is basically considered as the overall, what, what level of the population should be covered, what services should be covered, and what type of finances, financial costs should be covered. In the case of Pakistan, uh, we have actually done all the three. In some countries, one of the aspects is covered that how much population should be covered or what types of services or the health-related disease should be covered and what should be the percentage of the share which the government should carry on. In our case, basically, we have done all the three. And as uh, it has been identified that in case of the KPK, we are even going beyond the uh, poorest of the poor and we are targeting the overall population. Uh, the idea is to provide access to affordable, high-quality health care including treatment and curative services and others. And the uh, basic uh, tool for that is basically the financial risk protection, which is provided through the risk pooling or the health insurance schemes. Uh, the program basically prioritizes the vulnerable at the outset, and it effectively leverages the private sector as well, because once the uh, private hospitals are impaneled, they also get to do business, and over time, the quality of the services or the cost can really be covered. Uh, Sales Solos program also covers each and every aspect, and that is also one of the concerns, and I'll talk about it in the next slide, that it, it basically covers all types of treatments, and that includes high-cost treatments such as 
as the renal failures, the cancers and others, which can really jeopardize other sorts of financing options which are presently available for managing the uh, saving of lives or improving the quality of the life of the people. So the real question which one needs to ask is that, does it provide good value to the money? Uh, there is one um, uh, uh, institute which is uh, basically uh, uh, developing the uh, low and middle income countries uh, disease control priorities, which should have been reflected in the current sales solar program. And it identifies that what type of cost effective uh, diseases which can be covered with such types of universal health programs. But unfortunately, in our case, that is not really uh, taken into account. For example, the renal failure uh, is not one of the very cost-effective types of diseases which should be covered, and it's more towards the social protection. Now, on the other side, the population health coverage or saving more lives by investing in other services such as even the OPD care uh, is also or the other uh, preventive types of health uh, services can save certain amounts of the money. We can target even the Delhi's or quality-based methods of uh, saving or improving of the life in terms of the health outcomes rather than focusing only on the universal health uh, protection. Uh, the second question which is important is that is it really addressing the significant burden of the disease, although this is good as a political slogan that the people are basically health insured and they can look after their health uh, uh, outcomes, but is it really covering all those significant diseases which are really burdening Pakistan that has not been touched upon in the discussions or the uh, policy papers, for example, the epidemics, the disease burden, which is available. The second question, which has also been talked about here is that, is it really sustainable? It's a PSDP funded project. And we have other types of expenditures also as the member social protection identified that the public sector hospitals are getting huge sums of money. So how can we sustain it over the long run? That's really a question which one needs to answer and uh, you have also identified that without the co-payments in which the people are really making sure that only the required services are provided and there are some cost which is shared by the individuals, not just by totally by the government, is the only sustainable model. Another concern is that what type of uh, out-of-pocket expenditures are they really covering? Uh, in the uh, table, you can see that the inpatient services are just a fraction of the total out-of-the-pocket health costs. So just by protecting maybe 20-30% of the cost does not mean that the whole individual or the whole expenditure has been covered. And the same was also identified by one of the studies which was conducted at PIDE, in which the earlier program, which was run under the BISP program, uh, called as the Vasila Sehat program, there were many short, uh, shortcomings or the weaknesses which were identified, and that was acknowledged by the BISP partners as well, in which one of the uh, reasons was even the quality of the services which were provided, the uh, lack of information or awareness among the people that were basically driving the uh, failure of the services or the low utilization. So it was recommended in the report that there has to be awareness, there has to be OPD inclusion in the uh, same Vasila uh, Sehat program in order to have better outcomes. There should be more empaneled hospitals. The institutional capacity has to be developed and the other types of diseases such as the epidemic and uh, the disease burden should also be included. PIDE have also done some good research under the MPhil program, and I'm not going to go into details of that, but these are already provided on our websites. But the main conclusion in them is that the Sayed Salud program 
is something which is nudging the individual because that was there was no concept with the health insurance before but it is not sustainable in the sense that it does not take into account all the necessary uh, fiduciary requirements for a sustainable uh, financial insurance uh, program such as the co-payments the middleman the concept of the insurer is basically to take into account that how to minimize the cost burden but in the present circumstances as also identified by dr fessel that whatever uh, amount would not be utilized would be turned back to the government so in a sense the insurance provider would like to do business and they would like to go up to the 100% expenditures rather than saving whereas in the insurance risk pooling model you always try to cut down the cost rather than making sure that all is spent the same goes for the hospitals they would like to spend all the amount rather than saving so essentially the agency services within that system of financial uh, insurance is missing so the challenges which are in front of the csr program and which they should really take into account is the first one is that the 24% of the total out of pocket expenditures are incurred on the inpatient Uh, services so why how can we say that this is a total health coverage model where a certain other expenditures are not considered uh, the inpatient uh, services are about 20 and 80% of the health services are basically outpatient which are not considered rehabilitation costs are not considered initial referral costs are not considered cost of medicines revisit that's also not included the cost efficiency by design is not possible because it's not a voluntary or co-finance and there is a lack of evidence in terms of the willingness to pay beyond the limit as well uh, so the targeting of the population is also very vague because we really don't know that what type of age or cause we are taking into account the public finance is only there for covering the alexander sir so so we need to scale up by including the uh, other uh, fragments as i mentioned that we need to take into account the vulnerable accounts as well uh, population as well the patient satisfaction services for the hospital performance or the ranking or the quality of service is not there and uh, there is poor quality uh, which can lead to readmissions as well and that's also identified by the giz actuarial report which uh, the federal government has already done for uh, their actuarial part as well so in in the end what we need to do is that we need to have a road map uh, where health insurance can be just one component uh, which can cover for the medical care but we need to include the other aspects as well such as how to manage the drug pricing the uh, government hospitals are not empaneled because they don't have the incentives and they're not willing to come into the system the health management information system dashboard which was identified is giving some information is not working on the uh, website so really we don't know that what kind of effectiveness analysis can be done and finally we can have the sustainability of such types of resources by uh, going for the retention fees as the government of kpk is doing have health tax earmarking such as the uh, tobacco taxes and as well but we have to consider the political economy of the uh, financing as well scaling up of the program by including the other segment of the population and finally consider the primary health care system to be there in order to manage the outpatient systems and there are models which are available for example this is the chinese model in which they have basically taken to count all these things and giving a long term road map in terms of how we can effectively manage this thank you sir thank you thank you acha ji sara rizvi sahiba aap boliye then i'll go back to professor uh, sahab dr sara nadeem can you hear me you can hear you fine ji bolu 
Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Nadeem, for the opportunity and thank you, Dr. Faisal, for being here. Uh, please let me know as soon as you can see my presentation. I won't take more than six to seven minutes. Is that okay, Dr. Nadeem? Fair enough. Go ahead. Great. So could you see my screen now? We can. Excellent. Uh, so some of the points have been mentioned and I hope Dr. Faisal, some of this is valuable. Uh, we have to play it as a team. Uh, we have to own this program. There are issues. Some of the main figures that we've been talking about, but I just wanted to mention them because they haven't been mentioned yet, is that 9 million cards have been issued, but the utilization is only 2%, which is very low. Okay, so these are some of the statistics, though we have been talking about this. And at, at the moment, annually, the, sister, the scheme is costing us PKR 18 billion, but some estimates tell us that we can save 2 billion just by uh, improving service quality. And there is a fear that in the next year or two, if uh, utilization increases or trebles, then our premium would go up by 150%, which is what everybody men is mentioning about the issue of financing. So I'm going to be talking a lot about benchmarking, uh, different case studies. The detailed references are here. And if anybody wants the presentations, because there are lots of details and solutions mentioned over here, but I won't be able to talk about many of them, all of them today. And I'll just start off with this Herbert Spencer model. Uh, actually, this flow I've made, so I haven't sourced it, but it's based on a theory by Herbert Spencer, who was um, a biologist and a sociologist, so it works out well for us, that the health insurance scheme coverage and universal health insurance only works in partnership when everything else, all these other substructures are working effectively and efficiently. So I know that the SRS umbrella is trying to work on some of these issues and I tried to mention and list them over here, but possibly some of the other things that we need to work on is you know, uh, basic in income and formal sector employment or um, insurance coverage for informal sector workers, which is happening in the Middle East. Domestic workers are covered by HI. So we have an employer partnership as well. A better, uh, better tax system coverage, ho housing, water and sanitation and education, and then also to work on pensions and savings. Okay, uh, so moving on, uh, how do we solve the problem of the enrollment? Well, number one, we're using, we're waiting for the Khushali survey data. Uh, there's no news on when that may be coming through, but we are using very old data for eligibility. I think five, six year old data, if, I, if I'm right. We could use last year's DHS data and provincial government women health survey data, which all has household income. And that would immediately increase eligibility and that would also start um, uh, improving enrollment. Now, as regards uh, the, identifying missing people, this is important. I wanted to mention it because right now we're not covering refugees, the two to four million missing women, and about only three to 5% of disabled populations are registered in NADRA. So we need to find a way of solving this problem as well. Um, raising awareness and benefits and building trust with HI is very important for impoverished populations because uh, we do have a culture of mistrust, especially because right now we are only dealing with hospitalization. And as you know, poorer people, they, move, they don't really have health-seeking behaviors with regards to hospitalization unless it's an emergency situation. So, uh, and, and more about that on the next slide. And one of the uh, benefits of, from our neighbor is that the Ayushman Bharat Yughaja scheme in India, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, they have targeted to um, enroll half a billion people in 2022, but they're sort of stuck in the same place that we are. They only have 10 million cards issued and very low utilization as well. So they uh, went a bit forward because they have a, a large gap to fill in the next two years. And they did a custom 
customer survey and they found out that one of the reasons why the utilization for hospitalization and out uh, inpatient services is low is because of the wage loss risk. And so people are afraid of employer uh, punitive behavior, uh, daily wage losses and the impact on their family. And that is why utilization is low. So they're looking into providing wage loss benefits uh, to encourage utilization. Finally, uh, we need to also think about digital literacy because uh, right now what the scheme is, is that there are beneficiary centers and that is only covering 14 to 20% of Pakistan. So that, uh, the rest of the people are dependent on registering themselves or enrolling themselves electronically. So we need digital literacy if we want people to get enrolled. Um, and then lastly, possibly instead of just the beneficiary enrollment centers, enrollment and referral could be facilitated through BHUs and RHCs, which is quite a successful running program in Pakistan so far. And I move forward, I'm skipping my findings over here on the side, might come back if we have the time. And uh, how do we overcome service limitations? One of the ideas is, and again, I'm gonna quote from case studies, Philippines, uh, and I think the name for Philippines is Kalu Sughan uh, Pangalathan scheme. It, it has not been cost effective and it is failing because it uh, targeted only hospitalization costs and tertiary sector services. Whereas Thailand's scheme has for universal health coverage for the poor has worked because it has targeted primary healthcare services. And, and uh, a Parinam Foundation in India uh, which has done longitudinal analysis has found that when you target primary healthcare services in 20 or 30 years, tertiary care costs go down. So that, that way it turns out to be a cost-effective program, especially for developing countries. Another option very quickly is that right now we are running on FFS, which is fee-for-service. So one way of perhaps improving quality of the paneled hospitals and the practitioners is opting for capitation. And I heard a few years ago that we were trying to pilot this, but we don't know what the results are again. Another option, uh, I'm not saying this because I'm a sociologist, the references are here in the blue box. Nordic countries have come up with solutions of partnering. Um, right now, uh, in answer to Dr. Nadeem's question, yes, it's the SLIC that is bearing the brunt of the burden of paneling the hospitals and of service delivery chain. So what's happening is that customers go to health, uh, visit the health, if they are enrolled, they visit the health facility officer at the hospital and then a DMO visits them within 24 hours and assesses their claim and the service goes through. But if we have a, and there are obviously a lot of gray literature complaining about the system because uh, related to delays and in claims, delays and services. So what could happen is that, and I know this will cost money in the beginning, but if we start, but it will create jobs and it will save money in the long run. If we start hiring HSWs, health social workers at hospitals and CSWs, community social workers to facilitate, uh, you know, at BHUs and LH uh, and RHCs where LH, LHWs are already sitting, and these people would then have multiple tasks. They're already trained for this in monitoring, needs assessment, referral, supporting, uh, supporting the client, and also uh, uh, improving transparency and quality of services. Now, another very important two points related to Mexico and China is that Mexico failed because of federal level plans and one party policy. So, uh, where, uh, so China came in with a solution and um, which is to depoliticize this, own it nationally, so that no matter which political party it is, it's it's our scheme altogether. And through uh, and we already are have benefits of provincial devolution. So maybe having independent committees. It, right now, stakeholders are in charge of the quality and assessment. 
and the transparency and the service chain. But we need to instead move away from stakeholders or partner with the stakeholders through independent committees. Possibly social workers could also help in this in creating a separate complaint and redressal um, system to improve quality. And finally, people have already uh, mentioned previous speakers about the public sector enrollment and, um, and, uh, and improving paneling. But uh, some of the, this is really important. Sri Lanka has succeeded with UHC for its impoverished population through utilizing a mixed pool system. Now, this is very important for us if we want to financially sustain this. So we could use dedicated and general tax revenues. We could, like I mentioned, uh, in, uh, seek solutions for health insurance of informal workers, housewives and children. Uh, there needs to be a partnership of private health insurance and microfinance health insurance. This little box over here, if you email the presentation later, already shows a small case study in Pakistan that I worked on, where government schemes, Islamic finance, microfinance institute, and microfinance banks are actually working together. And uh, it, the only problem is that they are only providing um, uh, in-hospital services, and only the Islamic finance providers providing uh, BHU services uh, provision, which, uh, according to the customer satisfaction survey, is preferable for people. Okay, uh, another benefit that we have is we have a beautiful zakat and betul mal system, and our budget state budget allocation is only 2%. So if we start increasing the percentage and mandating fixed percentage by, and some of the developed world actually has a 15% health budget allocation. So if we take it up to even 8 to 10%, then we're we're playing it safer. And again, we've mentioned monthly assessment. Right now, we have an annual assessment system, but it is not published, even though somebody was mentioning that it's on the website, but it's not. So we really need monthly assessment of costs and claims so that we have better risk analysis and better projection analysis uh, on a quarterly basis. And then one something that's really interesting is that Brunei has introduced NRR. They are using natural resource reserves uh, as a form of co-pooling for health insurance. And I don't want to name the provinces and the regions, but uh, you know some regions have their advantages in minerals and oils and perhaps state industries like PIA and steel mills. Eventually, if they all are, are providing a fixed ration uh, or, or a fixed percentage for health insurance, it would help. Uh, so that's it. Um, and the last thing that I wanted to discuss is this uh, universal health coverage index. Uh, soon we'll be uh, asked to report for it. And the only things that seem to be missing over here are our catastrophic expenses, which we have a cap for. I think it's 300,000 rupees. So if you notice, the index is measuring it at 100%. So we need to take this up. And as regards preventive care, we are not uh, serving, uh, we are not providing services for preventive care at all. And given coronavirus um, and infectious disease burden in Pakistan, we really need to start concentrating on this area. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Dr. Nadeem. Thank you very much, Chi. Very good comments, all of you. Um, I must confess, I still don't understand what you are doing. Idris Khaja Saab, what are so my question is about number one, utilization. <laughs> that uh, as many people mentioned, Dr. Sara as well, that uh, <clears throat> there's low utilization. And one of the reasons is wage loss. So probably people, the program is essentially for the vulnerable and people living in remote areas. And these people cannot afford to move to the uh, urban areas for healthcare. So probably at some point in time, if we can think of telemedicine, I know inpatient only inpatient services are covered, but to enroll, increase enrollment, if we can think of telemedicine, at least for the advice, because by the time people reach hospital, it's already too late. 
so in order to just to convince them that you need to visit a hospital, probably telemedicine can be considered. Secondly, someone mentioned that uh, uh, a number of hospitals, including uh, public sector hospitals, are not impaneled. So I don't understand why the public sector hospitals cannot be made uh, to get themselves registered by way of a notification. And third, I know from personal experience, some a psychiatrist told me that uh, some abuse has already begun. For example, psychiatric diseases are not covered uh, under the program. And what is happening is that uh, the private hospitals are registering them under some other disease and then the psychiatrist is giving them advice. Dr. Saftar Suhail? Dr. Saftar Suhail? Yeah, well, thank you very much. Uh, this, this is, first of all, this is excellent that PIDE is having this uh, seminar and uh, as we can see the kind of issues uh, being uh, raised, um, I, I would just make a few a quick uh, comments, uh, starting with Dr. Sara's uh, uh, presentation. Uh, and I should also note that my association with Social Protection Resource Center uh, has uh, uh, been, uh, we have been working on, on health uh, and uh, we carried out a comparison of Sehid Saulat program uh, with the provisioning by employee social security institutions. And uh, that's a published uh, work. And uh, we could see very clearly that the quality coverage uh, uh, and the costs uh, by the employee social security institution was were far better uh, than the Seth Saulat uh, program. Uh, Dr. Sara didn't put it uh, that way, but uh, what I concluded from her presentation was that the experience of such instruments and choices that we are exercising in Pakistan is not very inspiring. Uh, and uh, one approach is that uh, you factor in all the possible risks and while we are in the design stage primarily at this uh, moment, we uh, factor in the international experience, regional experience and improve our design. That's one uh, approach. The other approach is that we revisit the, uh, the basic questions again. Uh, here we have talked about the data. Uh, Dr. Faisal Firak has uh, given us a figure of almost 60% out of pocket expenditure. Uh, Dr. Shahzad of NIH, or uh, I, I think uh, University of Health, uh, puts it 89%. Now, what is Pakistan's out-of-pocket health expenditure? Uh, the reference data that we're using is 2016 national health accounts, and there the out-of-pocket expenditure estimate is based on, I think, 2010 uh, back of the envelope data. So we have not even bothered to uh, scientifically determine the out-of-pocket expenditure in Pakistan right now, which is one of the major objective of any such scheme. If the Sehid Saulat program cannot significantly reduce the out-of-pocket health expenditure and cannot improve the, socio uh, the health indicators, uh, then uh, why are we heading on this road uh, in this way just to take the box of universal health coverage that look, I mean, we 
have provided health coverage to every citizen in the country and we are doing uh, good. Uh, now, <coughs> sorry, if we take a very rough estimate of out of, expect, out of uh, pocket expenditure of let's say 75, 76%, uh, basically means that uh, the healthcare market is a private sector healthcare market. And given the uniqueness of the healthcare market, the externalities in the existing markets should be kept in mind. And then major questions should be asked that should government be the main provider of health or is it the health sector and is it the same behavior of the private health sector that would continue? Then we, doctor, uh, like Dr. Khadja said, that already we have complaints of, uh, uh, of uh, abuse. In my view, finally, if a country is weak in regulations, one should not open up more competition, A. Uh, secondly, I would say that uh, we need to talk more about the Did world. I get that right? Did I get that right, Safta Sir? You said if you're weak in regulation, don't open out competition. Further, don't so basically, open up more competition. So basically, you're saying carry on the weak regulation no. without a market and subject uh, the people to the misregulation and the stupidity. Yeah, well, that, that's a matter of putting it, but uh, we know very well what we have done in terms of regulation in the health sector. So if a country by, own, by its own official admission says that 50% of the drugs on the market are spurious, uh, and we have all these health commissions doing almost nothing. So, and, and still, I mean, in, in, in we need to improve our regulatory capacity before we seriously embark upon another challenge to our regulatory regimes. Uh, so that, that, that's what I basically meant. But uh, finally, I would, I would say that uh, uh, the larger uh, questions uh, need to be uh, addressed, uh, particularly the linkage of work-based social security is extremely important. The health provisioning, in-kind health provisioning by employee social security is a good model and we should perhaps expand it we must roll out the Seth Saurat program. And as Dr. Sara has uh, given us many elements of an effective supervision uh, on monthly basis, Punjab Health Department has uh, good automated dashboards. So this is wonderful that we are having this discussion, but I think institutions like PIDE and other academic institutions should play a much bigger role in watching what is happening, uh, the design problems, and then locking in with the decision makers for further improvements of the scheme. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ji. Last question, Ji, Hisham Qureshi, sir. Hisham Qureshi, sir. Uh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I'm Hisham Muzaffar. I did some research with PAID on the CS Schools program, and Dr. Professor was kind enough to provide me the opportunity. So I would like to just raise a few questions that in this program also, uh, I've one of the major points of literature was my uh, Vasila Sehat program, but I found that awareness issue in this program is also a major concern. Awareness issue of the insurance itself. And then also I, I found out in my locale when I went there that insurance of the health card itself is also a major problem for those people who need it the most. So I would like to know that how do we plan to improve that? Second, um, I, I assume that there are lots of corrective measures which are to be required in the people for the people who have the health card but the point is if do they really need it because there were many people 
back then in Sargoda, what I found was that people who had cars, who owned houses, who had their own, they used to drive to the hospital with a health card and wanted to claim the benefit. So I would like to know that, of course, universal health coverage is one in KP, but in parts of Punjab, where we don't have that yet, how does the government plan to cater to those questions? The other thing is that I found out that people who have the health card, they are unaware and of the benefits which they can attain over on this. Expiry of the health card was a major problem. They were unable to find out whether the card was expired or still valid. And they kept on chasing how would they be able to utilize the most benefits of the card. Second, uh, the other one of the most important thing which I find is the distribution of the health card at the time of implementation. That I think is the most important because I was told that the government had hired have very casual raw laborers who did not know anything about the card and they went out in the open distributing the cards. So how did, the, I think that will have a major impact on the people because I assume that's the winning moment. That's the first time if a citizen or if the underprivileged people are being addressed about the health card and that's the first person. So if that person who's distributing the health card to the population, if he or she is unaware of the complete benefits, how will those benefits be transferred, communicated to those who need them the most. So I assume okay. that if we, how does the government plan to address these questions in the future? Okay. Like Very good. Thank you. Iftikhar Ahmed Sahib, just after that, there is question. Okay, uh, comment. Jaldi se, Iftikhar Ahmed Sahib. Assalamualaikum, sir. Um, uh, my question is this, that uh, as the insurance, uh, as I learn uh, from the discussion that uh, the insurance plan is uh, very expensive, and uh, people are not uh, utilize uh, the premium of insurance. So my suggestion is that, sir, if uh, at the public level in the remote area, public government build the dispensaries <clears throat> consisting of two or three beds, uh, then it is uh, very well valid and uh, the people uh, will quickly access to the uh, health issues. Yeah. Sir, what, uh, what are the... Uh, your opinion about this suggestion. Thank you. Actually, I'll come back to Dr. Faisal. Dr. Saab, you've got a lot of questions and issues, but I have one final question, which I find amazing. Who did your background work? Who did the background research in this? How did this program start with? What research? Uh, who were the people who designed this program? You, Dr. Saab. Thank you very much. Um, hmm. I think uh, we we are the one. We means uh, the federal government and the provincial governments, along with our technical partners. They are, are the, the one who actually designed that program. Technical partners. Uh, based technical partners include. Uh, we have two technical part, three technical partners G. to be more precise. G. One is the WHO. The other is the GIZ and the KFW. Both are the German government. So, so, social protection. सब ये सारे टेक्निकल पार्टनर्स आपके फॉरेनर्स हैं यानी कि हमारी जो सारी पॉलिसी जो चीजें बनाते हैं वो सारे फॉरेनर्स बनाते हैं हम तो नहीं बनाते ना तो यानी कि बेसिकली आप तो इंप्लीमेंटिंग एजेंसी हैं जो डीआईजी वगैरह कहते हैं वो आप इंप्लीमेंट कर रहे हैं ठीक है ना ये तो हम बात Totally 
we are all martial arts learned people and we have access to internet we have access to many different form of activity agar we don't have the information about the program then i think the poor person who is below poverty uh, is is beyond the program first of all uh, first of all uh, the sehat solar program is not universal health coverage program mm. universal health coverage includes lot many things this includes the primary health care the community level interventions the secondary health care services the tertiary health care services uhc is a holistic sort of a thing is a holistic thing and the government of pakistan is working on the uhc benefit sehat solar program is universal indoor coverage is the part of the overall broad picture but it's not part of it's not the uhc we are not replacing universal health coverage डॉक्टर साहब ने भी एक बात बिल्कुल सही कही इससे पहले जो डॉक्टर साहब थे कि वी आर नॉट प्रोवाइडिंग आउट पेशेंट सर्विसेज वी आर ओनली प्रोवाइडिंग इंडोर सर्विसेज अगर आप जो डीसीपी थ्री के तहत जो गवर्नमेंट ऑफ पाकिस्तान एसेंशियल पैकेजेस ऑफ हेल्थ केयर सर्विसेज डेवलप कर रही है उसके अंदर डिफरेंट फोरम्स हैं उसमें पब्लिक लेवल इंटरवेंशन है उसमें प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर इंटरवेंशन है उसमें सेकेंडरी फर्स्ट लेवल हेल्थ केयर फैसिलिटी और टर्सरी लेवल है sehat solar program is only covering the tertiary level and the secondary level we are not covering primary health care we are not covering community health care interventions so ye thoda sa difference jo hai na we have to keep that in mind our objective is catastrophic health expenditure anything which uh, for catastrophic health expenditures mein aata hai out of pocket hamara aapka bilkul i agree 2000 jo last jo health accounts ka hai uske andar 60% plus minus hai As we are speaking, uh, health counts काम करना शुरू हुआ था फाइनेंशियल प्रोटेक्शन देन वी वर्क ऑन ओपीडी वी वर्क ऑन द इंडोर हेल्थ केयर सर्विसेज देन फाइनली इट वॉज डिसाइडेड through different international literature that the most easier program uh, with good gatekeeping is through indo healthcare services to start the program with the indo healthcare services so that the financial protection hum log unko provide kar sake uh is waqt tak bhi jo journal jo international literature survey hua hai pakistan mein jo international literature survey hua hai uske andar se majority log jo ki poverty line mein har saal girte hain मेजोरिटी लोग बिकॉज ऑफ कैटास्ट्रॉफिकचर्स वी हैव विटनेस फैमिलीज जिन्होंने अपना कोई ना कोई घर के अंदर कैंसर डायलिसिस या कोई कार्डिक का इशू हुआ तो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल दे यूज देयर फाइनेंसिस सेविंग्स एंड देन दे सेल आउट देयर प्रॉपर्टीज और बेचारा फैमिली वाला बंदा सर्वाइव करे या ना करे एवरीबडी कम आउट टू द सड़क आगे सड़क पे आगे बिकॉज कि उन्होंने अपना सब कुछ उसके सर्विस के लिए बिखवा दिया हुआ था so i think uh, we have to work more on the uh, communication strategy below poverty mein to uh, i think hum uske baad aapki baat agree hai low uh, low logon ki information magar hum logon ko paas bhi low information dusra agla main ye kehna chahta hu psychiatry psychiatry definitely program mein covered nahi hai thoda sa program ka model jo implement karte hain we do in panel hospitals we panel hospitals on on packages for example हमारा अगर किसी के साथ हॉस्पिटल के साथ अपेंडिक्स के ऊपर लेट्स से ट्वेंटी थर्टी थाउजेंड पे डील हुआ है तो वी डोंट पे मोर देन दैट वी हैव अ सर्टेन गेट कीपिंग मैकेनिज्म 
जिसके अंदर हर हॉस्पिटल में हमारा काउंटर होता है हर डिस्ट्रिक्ट में हमारा डिस्ट्रिक्ट मेडिकल ऑफिसर होता है जो कंफर्म कर रहा होता है यस yes, आपकी बात बिल्कुल ठीक है दे आर इंसिडेंसेस जहां हॉस्पिटल्स ने पेशेंट्स के साथ मिलकर डिफरेंट स्ट्रेटजी यूज की है टू गेट गेट द एलिजिबल एडमिशन इन क्लेम्स वी कॉट दम बट हो सकता है हमने हो सकता है एटी परसेंट कर लिया ट्वेंटी फिर भी मैनेज हो गया सो so, ये चीज़ हम इसको कवर करते हैं टेलीमेडिसिन डॉक्टर साहब ने एक बात की टेलीमेडिसिन की आई टोटली एग्री होना चाहिए बट पीएमडीसी अभी तक टेलीमेडिसिन को एक्नॉलेज नहीं कर रहा सो so, इसलिए हमने प्रोग्राम में प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर इसमें इनकॉपरेट नहीं किया है प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर जिस डॉक्टर सारा रिजवी ने बात की प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर इज़ अ वेरी डिफिकल्ट प्रोसेस हम लोगों ने कैपिटेशन के ऊपर प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर के ऊपर तकरीबन पिछले तीन साल से इसको मार्केट कर रहे हैं लोगों को कॉन्फिडेंस में एडवोकेसी कर रहे हैं फाइनली डब्ल्यू एग्रीज एंड के एफ डब्ल्यू एग्रीज के प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर को मॉडल किया जाए फेडरल गवर्नमेंट के साथ क्योंकि प्रोविंशियल अटोनमी है प्रोविंस अपनी इंडिपेंडेंस है फेडरल गवर्नमेंट डब्ल्यू एच ओ के साथ इस्लामाबाद में प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर को पायलट करने जा रहे हैं पैकेज कौन सा है असेंशियल पैकेज ऑफ हेल्थ केयर सर्विसज का प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर पैकेज वो विद प्रोवाइडर्स ऑन बेस्ड ऑन कैपिटेशन तो डब्ल्यू एच ओ के साथ हम ये पायलट करें इस वक्त सारी चीट होगी बेस लाइन सर्वे नेक्स्ट वीक से हमारा स्टार्ट हो जाएगा होपफुल कि पहली अप्रैल से लेके अगले साल थर्टियथ मार्च तक हम उसकी कैपिटेशन को पायलट करेंगे ऑन सर्टेन फैमिलीज नाइन हंड्रेड फैमिलीज ऑफ सोलर प्रोग्राम एंड नाइन हंड्रेड फैमिलीज कंट्रोल होंगी सो होपफुली विद इन ईयर हमारे पास रिजल्ट आ जाएगा वंस वो हमारे पास मॉडल फाइनल होगा देन वी कैन गो टू फाइनेंस कि भाई प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर को आप किस तरह से फाइनेंस करें के ने दो डिस्ट्रिक्ट इन के इन वन डिस्ट्रिक्ट इन गिलगित बल्तिसान एक और मॉडल फाइनल करने लगे हैं अभी फाइनल नहीं हुआ बट जैसे वो भी फाइनल हो जाएगा प्राइमरी हेल्थ केयर उसमें भी सर्विस कर लेंगे दूसरा ये कि देखें बड़ा इंपॉर्टेंट प्रोग्राम जो सेहत इंसाफ सेहत हेल्थ इंश्योरेंस प्रोग्राम का मैं इमेजिन करता हूँ फर्स्ट टाइम इन द हिस्ट्री ऑफ पाकिस्तान एक एनरोल्ड फैमिली के पास जो कि पहले अभी तक बिलो पॉवर्टी थी वो इस गरीब आदमी का पहली दफ़ा ये ऑप्शन है कि वो पब्लिक में जाना चाहता है जहाँ फ्री ऑफ कॉस्ट प्राइवेट सर्विस मिलती है फॉर सपोज या वो प्राइवेट में जाना चाहता है तो आई थिंक सेहत प्रोग्राम ने फर्स्ट टाइम इन देयर लाइफ उनको ये ऑप्शन दी है कि दे कैन गो टू एनी हॉस्पिटल जहाँ उनको सर्विस मिल जाती है उनको लगता है पब्लिक सेक्टर जाए सर्विस मिला प्राइवेट में जाए हेल्थ कार्ड इज़ देर टू प्रोवाइड सर्विस बहुत सारे ऐसे एरियाज हैं जहाँ पब्लिक सेक्टर के अलावा कोई फैसिलिटी नहीं है मजबूरी हमें लेना पड़ता है पब्लिक सेक्टर हॉस्पिटल उन पब्लिक सेक्टर हॉस्पिटल अभी भी लोग जा रहे हैं और आउट ऑफ पॉकेट एक्सपेंडिचर कर रहे हैं प्रोग्राम वो आउट ऑफ पॉकेट एक्सपेंडिचर कवर करते हैं फॉर एग्जांपल रहीमिया खान की एग्जांपल है शेख जैद हॉस्पिटल रहीमिया खान वो वाद हॉस्पिटल है साउथ पंजाब में जो अपना हार्ट का कार्डियोलॉजी और ऑनकोलॉजी की सर्विस देता है कोई हॉस्पिटल भावल नगर भाव भक्कर राजनपुर में ऐसा नहीं है जो वो सर्विस दे पहले वो पेशेंट से पैसे चार्ज करते थे अब दे आर प्रोवाइडिंग थ्रू हेल्थ इंश्योरेंस का सो पब्लिक सेक्टर बहुत सारे ऐसे एरियाज हैं जब प्राइवेट सेक्टर है पब्लिक सेक्टर है ही नहीं बहुत थोड़ा है पेशेंट मिल जाते हैं मैं आपको एग्जांपल देता हूँ डॉक्टर शबनम की बहुत अच्छी बात है कि बलोचिस्तान में हॉस्पिटल नहीं है आई एग्री हॉस्पिटल नहीं है अभी कहाँ जा रहे हैं वो लोग पेशेंट्स अभी वो कराची जाते हैं अभी तुरबत से दायम हर जगह से कराची जाते हैं सर्विस लेने के लिए जब वो कराची जाएंगे तो वहाँ हेल्थ कार्ड के हॉस्पिटल्स हैं दे कैन एक्सेस सर्विस फ्रॉम दे हमारे पास दो ऑप्शन थी जी फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल हम वेट करते हैं कि जी इस जगह के ऊपर जब तक सरकारी अस्पताल नहीं बनेगा हम सर्विस स्टार्ट नहीं करेंगे या हमारे पास ये ऑप्शन थी कि हम उसको सर्विस स्टार्ट करते कम अज़ कम वो दूसरे डिस्ट्रिक्ट में जाता है वहाँ तो सर्विस मिल जाएगी ना उसको सो so, 
अगर बलोचिस्तान में हम हेल्थ कार्ड दे रहे हैं तो बलोचिस्तान में जो लोग इस वक्त दूसरी जगह पे जा रहे हैं सर्विस लेने के लिए वो उनको कैटास्ट्रॉफिक हेल्थ एक्सपेंडिचर सेव कर सकता है ठीक है हम लोग अस्पताल बार खान में या किसी और जगह पे डेवलप शायद क्वालिटी नहीं कर सकते मगर अगर वो कोयटा जाना चाहते हैं जो कि अभी भी जा रहे हैं वो कराची जाना चाहता है वो लाहौर आना चाहता है मुल्तान वहाँ आके कैशलेस सर्विस एक्सेस कर सकता है चले अगर उसने हमारा ये ओपिनियन है कि अगर वो चार पाँच हजार रुपये ट्रांसपोर्टेशन पे खर्च भी करता है दस हजार रुपये करता है तो कम से कम आगे से पाँच छः लाख रुपए की तीन लाख की सर्विस तो वेल कर लेते हैं ना सो वट यू वॉन्ट टू डू आ वो डिनाई कर देंगे या आपको फैसिलिटी देंगे तो इसलिए हमारे पास हॉस्पिटल्स आई एग्री क्वालिटी हॉस्पिटल हर जगह अवेलेबल नहीं है मगर कम अज कम वो दूसरी जगह पे जाते हैं तो सर्विस तो ले सकते हैं ना आई थिंक हमारे में से ज्यादा बेहतर वो अंडरस्टैंड कर सकता है जिसके अपने फैमिली के अंदर कैटास्ट्रॉफिक हेल्थ एक्सपेंडिचर हुआ है आई एम वन ऑफ दोज फैमिलीज यंग माई फादर आई एम माशाला वेरी इन अ वेरी हेल्थी फैमिली बहुत अच्छी है मगर फादर हैड इन दैंसर वी हैड टू स्पेंड अमाउंट ऑन हिज ट्रीटमेंट मुझे पता है वो किस तरह पेंच होती है रिसेंटली मदर मेरी डायलिसिस में चार साल डायलिसिस करके वो उनका इंतकाल हुआ आई नो कि किस तरह कैटास्ट्रॉफिक हेल्थ एक्सपेंडिचर देने पड़ते उन फैमिलीज को जो कि सारी जिंदगी प्राइवेट सेक्टर में जॉब करते हैं और फिर फाइनली रिटायर होकर घर बैठ जाते जिनका और कोई एक्सपेंसेस नहीं होता हर चीज आउट ऑफ द पॉकेट होती है सो आई फेस दैट चैलेंज सो आई थिंक आई एम श्योर हम लोगों में से कोई बंदा जिनकी फैमिली को कवरेज नहीं है उनके बुजुर्ग अस्पताल गए तो उनको पिंच लगा हुआ है सो आई थिंक बिलो पॉवर्टी हो या अबव पॉवर्टी हो हर एक के पास फाइनेंशियल हेल्थ प्रोटेक्शन होनी चाहिए एंड द प्रोग्राम इज द वाहिद ऑप्शन जिसके थ्रू हम फाइनेंशियल प्रोटेक्शन दे रहे विद ऑप्शन की वो गवर्नमेंट भी जाना चाहते हैं सौ बीस मिला मगर अगर वो प्राइवेट जाना चाहते हैं तो द सर्विसेज आर देयर वी आर प्रोवाइडिंग सर्विसेज इंपॉर्टेंट चीज ये है कि जो टैक्स पे मनी है इट हैज टू बी सेव्ड हमारा इंश्योरेंस कंपनी से जो कॉन्ट्रैक्ट है उसमें 90% पैसे जो स्पेंड नहीं होंगे इट विल कम बैक टू गवर्नमेंट ऑफ पाकिस्तान एट द कंप्लीशन ऑफ द प्रोजेक्ट सो व्हिच वी आर अश्योरिंग एंड आई थिंक दैट्स दैट्स अ वेरी बेड बेनिफिट अगर यूटिलाइजेशन फॉर एग्जांपल लो भी है तो देन वी कैन वी कैन ऑल्सो हैव दैट वो जो पैसे नहीं स्पेंड हो रहे हैं वापस आ जाएंगे आई जस्ट वॉन्ट टू शेयर यू एक्सपीरियंसक्रीन ऑन दैट देखें जब मैं आपको इस वक्त करंट यूटिलाइजेशन बता रहा होता हूँ कि आज की यूटिलाइजेशन मेरी थ्री परसेंट फॉर एग्जाम्पल तो आज के दिन में बहुत सारे ऐसे डिस्ट्रिक्ट हैं जो ईयर वन के अंदर भी हैं जिसके अंदर कदरे इंफॉर्मेशन के ऊपर यूटिलाइजेशन लो है मगर बहुत सारे ऐसे डिस्ट्रिक्ट हैं जो ईयर फाइव पे भी हैं ईयर फाइव वालों की यूटिलाइजेशन हाई है फाइनेंशियल और ईयर कार्ड यूटिलाइजेशन और ईयर वन वालों की बहुत सारे लोगों ने सही बात की है आपके हिशाम ने बहुत अच्छी बात की है कि इन्फॉर्मेशन कम्युनिकेशन में बहुत प्रॉब्लम्स होती है डेफिनेटली प्रॉब्लम्स होती है मगर विद द पैसेज ऑफ टाइम इन्फॉर्मेशन बेहतर होती है मैं एक स्लाइड शेयर करूँगा जी ये अभी स्लाइड हमने रिसेंटली जो हमने वैल्यूएशन की थी वो ये वो ये स्लाइड है जी हमने उसको प्रोग्राम के अंदर पेशेंट्स को उस एंगल से एवेल्यूएट किया कि जितने साल वो प्रोग्राम के साथ फिक्स डायरेक्शन फिक्स लिंक हुए हुए हैं जो फैमिलीज हमारे पास इस वक्त फिफ्थ ईयर के अंदर हैं पाँच साल से उनको हेल्थ इंश्योरेंस प्रोवाइड की हुई है उनकी यूटिलाइजेशन पैटर्न्स जो हैं वो एट परसेंट के अराउंड मूव कर रहे हैं और जो डिस्ट्रिक्ट हमारे पास वन ईयर के अंदर हैं या लेस देन वन ईयर्स के अंदर हैं उनकी जो जो यूटिलाइजेशन है इट्स अराउंड फाइव जब मैं आपको एवरेज टोटल बताऊंगा तो इसमें बहुत सारे आज के दिन में ऐसे जिनका भी एक साल की यूटिलाइजेशन भी नहीं हुई है सो ऑब्वियसली उनकी यूटिलाइजेशन जो हमारे एक्सपेक्टेड के हिसाब से टू थ्री पर रहेगी मगर जैसे जैसे वो फैमिलीज एक्सटेंड होती जाती हैं उनकी यूटिलाइजेशन पैटर्न हाई होते जाते हैं सो वी एश्योर के भाई उनकी कम अज कम यूटिलाइजेशन पैटर्न जो है वो बेहतर है 
एक सवाल पूछा था कि जी वसीले सेहत के बारे में यस वी हैव हमने फैसलाबाद के वसीले सेहत से बहुत चीजें लर्न की हैं बहुत बहुत सही चीजें ऐसी जो हमें नई चीजें पता चली हैं फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल ये पता चली है कि जो बिस्ट का जो सर्वे था अपना से अपना पीएमटी स्कोर्स वाला वो 2010 का था उसमें बहुत सारी फैमिलीज मिस हो गई टोटली एग्रीड विद दैट उनके आईडी कार्ड्स मैनुअल चूंकि एंट्री हुई है उनके आईडी कार्ड्स मैच नहीं करते मेरे लिए बहुत इंपॉर्टेंट है कि अगर एक बेनिफिशियरी है मैं उसको किस तरीके से बायोमेट्रिकली वेरीफाई कर सकूँ और बायोमेट्रिक वेरीफिकेशन के ऊपर बहुत चीज़ें आती हैं ताकि एक का बच्चा दूसरे का बच्चा या किसी की बेगम किसी के साथ अटैच ना हो जाए वी हैव टू मेक श्योर तीसरा ये मेन इंपॉर्टेंट चीज़ है प्रोग्राम के एक्सपेंशन के अंदर हमारे ऊपर बहुत सारी चीज़ों को एवेलुएट करना होता है इस वक्त जो बहुत फोकस किया जा रहा है पोलिटिकल गवर्नमेंट से रियल एक्सपेंशन जस्ट बढ़ा दो बढ़ा दो एज सुन एज पॉसिबल वी ट्राई टू अचीव दो टारगेट्स बाय एक्सपेंडिंग आई एग्री हमारा फोकस क्वालिटी के ऊपर करते कोशिश करते हैं हम लोग हमने अपना एवेल्यूशन क्राइटेरिया रखा है पंजाब के अंदर कोई भी हेल्थ केयर कमीशन से रजिस्टर्ड बगैर नहीं आ सकता हमारे अपने क्वालिटी स्टैंडर्ड्स हैं एक हंड्रेड एंड सिक्सटी पॉइंट का हॉस्पिटल स्टैंडर्ड है हम ट्राई करते हैं हंड्रेड से ऊपर वाले पेशेंट हॉस्पिटल्स को लें बट कुछ ऐसे एरिए जहाँ अस्पताल ही नहीं है लैया के अंदर हमारे पास कोई हॉस्पिटल एटी पॉइंट से ऊपर का नहीं था वी हैव टू रिड्यूस द स्टैंडर्ड मगर कम अज़ कम ये हो जाता है जो उसकी वो ट्रीटमेंट्स हैं वहाँ से वो रेफर हो जाता है वहाँ से अगर वो रेफर नहीं भी हो सर्विस क्वालिटी फ्री स्ट्रेटीज उनको मिल जाती हैं अच्छा दूसरी बात मैडम सारा ने हाल में एक बात की थी कि हेल्थ इंश्योरेंस से कॉन्ट्रीब्यूशन लेनी चाहिए एम्प्लॉई कॉन्ट्रीब्यूशन आई एग्री बिल्कुल कॉन्ट्रीब्यूशन होनी चाहिए कॉन्ट्रीब्यूशन के बगैर प्रोग्राम चल नहीं सकता बट पाकिस्तान की सेवन परसेंट इकॉनमी से फॉर्मल है अगर हम एम्प्लॉज से कॉन्ट्रीब्यूशन भी लेते हैं तो सेवन परसेंट बाकी नाइन्टी थ्री परसेंट को क्या करेंगे हमें इस वी हैव टू फाइंड आउट द स्ट्रेटजी एक स्ट्रेटजी ये थी कि जो नादरा के ऊपर आप लोग पाँच साल का रिन्यू करवाने जाते हैं तो नादरा के ऊपर एक्सेस दिया जाए बिस्प के सर्वे का बिलो पॉवर्टी थर्टी टू पी एम टी वी विल पे द प्रीमियम फॉर द अब पॉवर्टी एवरीबडी हैज टू पे एवरीबडी कॉन्ट्रीब्यूट थाउजेंड रुपीज वी कैन डू दट दिस इज नॉट माई डिसीजन this decisions we we promote these we advocate these decisions but then the political government and the bureaucratic government has to decide on that angle um, we promote contribution once they decide we can make sure they both go implement ho jaye uske baad health financing policy bilkul honi chahiye ji madam ki baat main agree karta hu aur ministry is waqt health financing policy pe kaam bhi kar rahi hai but uske liye ek bahut important cheez hai fiscal space analysis that fiscal space analysis has not been done yet jaise wo fiscal space analysis ho jayegi we are come out with the healthcare financing policy so i agree uh, there are there are problems there are very very issues which we are facing but the good thing which we are providing is the catastrophic health expenditure informations ki bahut kami hai logon ke paas i agree we are working on the communication strategy communication strategy ke upar hum log 6 districts mein isko pilot karne ja rahe with the help of gig and inshallah we'll do that so i think uh, monitoring system hamara bilkul uh, we need lot of improvement this uh, level ki hum log expansion kar rahe hain na hamare organizations us level us speed se increase kar rahi hain na unki jo jo monitor hr system mein wo increase kar rahe but we are trying to uh, improve slowly and gradually and i think we that i think is aaj ke forum ke upar mujhe bahut important cheezein kuch logon ki taraf se pata chali hain ki what are the issues i think बेनिफिशरीज की इन्फॉर्मेशन से ज़्यादा ज़रूरी है कि हम जो डिसीजन मेकर जो जो कमेंट्स करने जो फैमिली जो टेक्निकल टेक्नोक्रेट्स हैं उनकी कम्युनिकेशन भी हमें बहुत ज़्यादा ज़रूरत है ताकि दे शुड नो वट वी आर डूइंग एंड हाउ वट पॉइंट्स आर वी यूजिंग टू इम्प्रूव द सर्विसज और उसके ऊपर आप लोगों की अगर 
हम लोगों को टेक्निकल इनपुट्स मिल जाए दैट मच बेटर थैंक यू मच थैंक यू डॉक्टर साहब इट्स बीन थैंक यू डॉक्टर साहब थैंक यू वेरी मच इट्स बीन अ वेरी गुड वेबिनार हेल्थ केयर हेल्थ इंश्योरेंस इज द चैलेंज ऑफ द 21st सेंचुरी इट इज द बिगेस्ट चैलेंज एनी कंट्री कैन फेस द यूएस व्हिच इज प्रोबब्ली द मोस्ट एडवांस्ड कंट्री इन सिविलाइजेशन हैज बीन अनएबल टू डू इट एंड इज स्ट्रगलिंग विद इट इट इज स्ट्रगलिंग विद इट नेशनल हेल्थ सिस्टम इन द इन द यूके इज बीइंग डिसमेंटल्ड इवन एज वी स्पीक दे हैव अपॉइंटेड प्राइवेट सेक्टर एजेंसीज राइट नाउ टू सेट इट अप Japan's healthcare system continues to struggle along all healthcare systems are struggling um even socialist economies economies fail to provide a healthcare system i really think we need to think about this very deeply and think about it very carefully and design these things very very carefully but in any case you made a very good beginning and it's very good and i think you're being very cautious and correctly cautious that we should scale it up very carefully scaling it up is not easy and abuse of the system is very common very prevalent even in the current social uh, the healthcare system that we've got i know in a small organization like pid i know the way healthcare system is abused by our employees and i have no control over it in in the government i was in the planning commission i know how it was abused and i have no control over it and there is lots of as i said uh, i remember arrow and zakaiser many people have written and obviously so that thing has been implemented that's where deductibles and copays came from so there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done and thought through i'm not and any by any means an uh, um, an expert in this nor do i pretend to be um, but i think quite frankly i'm hoping one day it will not happen in my lifetime i'm hoping one day somebody in pakistan will tell me that we made our own policies GIZ which is an NGO from Europe come and make some policies and other people and I keep hearing that again and again but then doesn't matter after a while we'll learn um it's it's a good start and maybe we'll learn it'll take us longer but we'll learn that ultimately what pays is your own research and not somebody else's research and ultimately everybody has to innovate there's no such thing as copying from another system this uh, this dictum that we have learn from other countries experiences there's no such thing as learn from other countries experiences yes you learn you learn period you learn everything that you can and then you design your own system as innovative as possible as best as you can um, when tiger woods started playing golf or roger federer started playing tennis their, their style was very different from earlier styles yes they learned from everywhere but they hired the best coaches they could even today if you see even lendl trains um roger federer i could go on but i think we had a great webinar we'll do this again fasal sab thank you very much you've been very kind with your mashallah you answered the questions very well and very kind we will bother you again inshallah we will try and keep this debate alive sara jafri very good thank you mehmood khalid sab and i'm very grateful to senator um, uh, sania for being here and shabnam uh, sarfraz so with that let's all agree to meet again we will inshallah keep on this dialogue because i think most important part is to develop a local dialogue and then maybe we can graduate to making our own policy thank you very much all the best folks khuda hafiz thank you sir allah hafiz i